This is our this is our golden episode now. Golden? What does that even mean? I don't know. But last year on February second, because it was two two twenty two, so it just reminded me of season two, episode two. You know what I mean? But today's the twenty fourth. No, but it's no. You don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. It's not like that. I was just using that as an example. Anyways, how how you doing, man? I'm confused, but I'm good. You confused? Yeah, I'm always confused. No, no, you. no. Hear me out, because it's the second episode. No, of the we second don't need to. Season. We don't need to hear it again. So it's a <laughs> double two. Just so then the third episode of the third season. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of see what you mean. Your tiny little brain doesn't understand my. Are, is there gonna be a third season? When are we gonna stop this season? I don't know, man. I so guess we feel like it. I guess season two could just go on forever. To be honest, nah. I feel like we'll do twenty-two episodes for Ty Jordan. You know, because you know how like in the office, it's only like six episodes for the first season. Yeah, and then the second season's like, oh, they ordered the this network ordered twenty-two episodes. She's saying it's like our pilot season is season yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. To to kind of get our like underground mainstream mm-hmm. like or not mainstream, unmainstream audience, our loyal <laughs> supporters, and then the network sees it and they're like, "Oh, we got to we got to pick these guys up." So we got picked up. The network the network? Yeah. So who's our network now? Uh Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh Anchor. Sponsored by Spotify. Because <laughs> now we have 18. That's our uh, distribution, at least. 18 dedicated listeners. What was the original number that we said? Wasn't it like 10 or something? Or like I think it was five. I think Because <laughs> we counted. It was both of our girlfriends and like. Yeah. And our then moms. our parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus like one other person. So we're now at least negative one after that. So no, but we we got we got plenty we got plenty more. Yeah, uh, we're, we're popular listeners. now, right? People, well, now that we're back, we're, people have been so excited. <laughs> also, I'm very uh, glad since, that you haven't mentioned my hair yet. Since you posted it, you know what? I actually do have a comment about your hair. <laughs> no, you don't need to say anything about it. Maybe I'll just you hold know, it back till the end. One day, one day when we're a visual podcast. Um, You'll stop looking like a homeless people person. People are gonna know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, honestly, we could just record the Zoom and then just post it on YouTube. Unless we have what happened last time, where we the Zoom cut out like three times. <laughs> no, people don't need to know that 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 didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> well, they know we're a low budget podcast. No, no they don't. It, it doesn't sound like it. We're we're low budget recorders. No, we're pure quality. Yeah, with a low budget. Exactly. That's that was that's what make us good. It's that, like that's what make us good. <laughs> that's what make us good. You know, it's like a it's like an underground rapper that like gives out his mixtapes on the street. Like don't it doesn't sound don't good, com- but it's d- fire. Don't compare us to SoundCloud rappers, okay? No, not even SoundCloud. Not even that good. Not even like the, <laughs> not even that good. <laughs> like I'm talking burnt CD. <laughs> okay, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Anyways, I'll go all the way. Um, speaking of, just really quick, would you ever be down to like record like in the studio, like a rap song? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was? <laughs> I don't know. Your blank face told me that you weren't getting what I was saying. Well, because but... you're getting all nervous. You're like, are you? I mean, would you ever be like? <laughs> well, down I, did, I was trying to like... figure out how to word it <laughs> to make it sound. Uh, like tangible to you not tangible um tangible <laughs> no. what's the word like feasible no not feasible yeah one think... it's like <laughs> attractive okay i wanted to make it sound attractable to you <laughs> attract attractable that's there you just found the that's the title yeah, for this week's podcast. 
No, it's never, uh, it never is. No, no, I don't think I would ever do that, to be honest. I would. You can produce it if you want. Do you, if, have you, would you ever have like a rap name? Like, have you ever thought about, oh, like this would be my rap name? No. Uh, I've thought about like my stripper name, but. No. <laughs> this, um, enlighten this, me. No, no, no. This is a family no. show. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be dirty. No, this is, well, it's a stripper name. No, let's just say of it's your rapper it name. Let's just no. say it's your rapper name. No, no, no. Do you no, remember no. Um, our old buddy Moonsock Kim? Yeah. <laughs> he told me his rapper name was going to be Preside, like he presides <laughs> the meeting or something. <laughs> I thought that's that was pretty a, good. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty good. You know what mine is? Um, the Ty Miller experience? Close. It's actually Ty Peso. It's like the Thai dollar sign, but since I speak Spanish, it's the Mexican peso, and my pace so quick that people can't keep up with it. <laughs> well, first of all, let's not mislead anybody. You don't you don't know how to speak Spanish. I, so I legitimately do better than you, and more okay. more often than you. Okay. Yeah. All right, maybe we'll rec- we'll record a Spanish episode for our Latino listeners. We'll do uh, our Latin. And- sorry, our Latinx listeners. <laughs> we'll do Miller and Jost after dark, and then we'll do yeah, Miller and Jost. All these like what Sabalo, are they called? Gigante or something like that. You know, like Sabalo <laughs> Gigante. <laughs> yeah, like the Saturday recording of Miller and okay. Jost for Telemundo. Like yeah, I like it. Uh, like yeah, look at all look at us, our spinoffs, and yeah. we're gonna record a rap album. Like, <laughs> this is what I was telling you we're last not, week. We're not doing a rap album. Last week, and by last week I mean three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> we're gonna start a media company, and then we're just gonna release all these great things. I don't think you said that. Uh, yeah, I did because we were talking about the Daily Wire and Stephen Crowder, oh. and I was like, "Well, maybe, maybe one day we'll start a media company." I do remember that actually. Yeah. What What would we call it? Just Miller and Joe's again? Something like that, or maybe something catchy like Toasty actually, or Toasty. The original for for those that don't know the original name of the podcast. Also, there's a there's a episode zero. That people will never listen to unless you want us to release it. We'll, we'll that'll be like no Patreon. That'll be, that'll be like the twenty year reunion special where we release <laughs> episode zero. Yeah, exactly. Like friends reunion. As like yeah, as like a like a special bonus for like the the inner the inner Miller Joe's Club, the, the inner city. Yeah. Well, what? No. Like, <laughs> Our urban mix. No, we'll have like a fan. We'll have like a fan club, and then there'll be like the inner fan club that you know they can listen to episodes zero. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like a Patreon. Like if people have to pay for it, like they have to go to tiers to get yeah. it, get to it. They will go through tier. They will have tiers gone through them as they listen to it. Because they would have listened to all of our content, which is just just so bad. Just no, it's good, man. We're we're back. We're back and better than ever. That's what I. Man. That's what I. That's what the description under this episode said. So, back and better than ever. Well, that's what it said in the last one that I yeah. released. Oh, let me look. You gotta you gotta start talking so that I can look this up. All right. Um. We, if you're listening to this now, the last episode has been released. I know people thought that it wouldn't be, but it is. Trust me. <laughs> It took a while, but it's out there. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's. Um, I mean, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it because it's really good. Um, so I, the, I wouldn't in, say if it's really good, but just in the, you, in, in the description you put season two, and then you just you wrote it T O instead of T W O. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't blame me. That was my speech to text. Okay. I I literally I, you speech I literally, to texted it instead of <laughs> typing it out. Yeah, I'm too lazy. I don't even too, write my essays anymore. Miller, I just speech to text it. Miller, don't point. you want this to be something like big? Yeah. You can't speech to text that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'll go and change it if I can. Miller, that's like a kindergarten thing. Like <laughs> speech to text. No, no, bro, I literally write my college two, essays two, two. speech to text. <laughs> I know the difference, but Surrey or whoever 
the AI is that listens to my voice and then puts it into words doesn't. Did you just right? call it Surrey? <laughs> that's that's what it's called. Bro, it's spelled S I R I Siri. <laughs> it's Siri. You say hey Siri. No, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. My Siri just went off. So. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, did you hear about that Chinese spy balloon? Yeah, I I heard about it and I like never really looked into it. I just know it got shot down apparently. Yeah, so it's been all in the news for like in two Ohio, weeks. right? No. Was there was something in Ohio like yeah, a gas I'll, bomb or something? Yeah, d- don't worry, I'll get to that too. Don't uh, worry. Don't worry, I'm just foreshadowing. <laughs> so, this this Chinese spy balloon like has been in the news cycle for like 2 weeks now. And at first, they the it, the Biden administration was claiming that they they found out about this balloon over like Alaska. Um, and then come to find out later, they, they actually knew about it since it like left China, but they, it was like spotted over Montana and then they decided to let it traverse the entire continental United States till it was over the coast of South Carolina. And then they shot it down. So why did they they wait so long? Huge fail. Well, cause they, they're claiming that if it fell and hit, like they didn't want it to hit residential areas. But it was oh, but Mon- South Carolina, Carolinians, that they don't care about them. Well, no, but it was over Montana when everybody started noticing Yeah, it. no one lives in Montana. Exactly. There's like 15 people there. So they could have, they still could have shot it down. I mean, they could have shot it down when it was over Alaska. There's even less people in Alaska. Yeah, because so, they knew about it since China, mm-hmm. right? So what what exactly were they spying on and with? Like, Like, is there just a bunch of cameras attached to it or like... Well, I mean, so I don't know the exact, like, details of what it, how it worked exactly, but it was, I mean, they claimed it was a weather balloon, but it was like a high altitude spy balloon, basically. So they, they take it way high up and then basically just use it for, to, like, fly over sensitive areas of the United States. Because in Montana, for example, there's a lot of nuclear launch sites. So, you know, um, so, I mean, we don't know exactly what they, what they, you know, what they picked up, what they, what pictures they took. But, I mean, now we do have their, we do have their technology now because they shot it down and then picked it up, basically. So, but after that, right, so Biden administration, huge fail on, like, the foreign policy front, on, like, a, a test of American strength, right? We, right. We let this Chinese spy balloon fly through our airspace for like a week and nobody does anything. Oh, it took a week? Yeah, it took forever. I thought this was like a, within a few hours. No, it took a while and they let it just keep flying over. So our... who originally noticed it? Like did like people just see it above and then they like were reporting it and then they were like, oh yeah, we knew about that. Or was yeah. it like, was it no. released by them that it was there? No, that's exactly what happened. They like people started noticing it basically and taking pictures of it. And then the government had to say something basically. And they said, yeah, it's, it's a Chinese spy balloon. We knew about it since it flew over. They claimed they knew about it since the Aleutian islands, which are like us territory. Right. But, and then it came out that they knew about it since it flew like away from China. So anyways, okay. huge fail. So then the next week they proceed to start just shooting down anything in the sky. And so, because <laughs> anything can be a spy balloon yeah. now. Well, because then, because then everybody's like calling them wimps, right? Calling them soft or whatever you want to say. Yeah. So they overadjusted. They overcompensate. So they, yeah, they overcompensate, and then they start shoot down everything. And then there's a couple reports of like these amateur like balloon people that shoot like put balloons in the sky and see how high they can get it up with like a certain mix of gases. And then, uh-huh. and then they're like, and we lost like people are, are talking coming out with these reports and then they're saying, well, we lost contact with our balloon. And so like people are joking around, even saying that the U S is now just shooting down any, any like mylar balloon that they see <laughs> in the right. sky with, with like sidewinder missiles. So, Wait, so like, have you ever seen that dude that like he, ha- he's like in a lawn chair and he has like a jet pack attached to him, well, not a jet pack, but like this thing to like kind of help boost boost him up in the air and then he uses like sails and a like it's basically like a giant parachute it's like 
It's yeah. like a lawn chair and a parachute like connected to it, and then he like controls it. Yeah, I have seen that. What if they like shot him down? Like, what if he's just like going yeah. on a joyride and they no, was exactly. like, nope, spy balloon, and then just well, killed him? So there's this thing called NORAD, which I think is like the North American Air Defense Coalition thing. Um, and I think what happened was after this huge fail on their part on this like it's it's a it's like a compact between the North American countries to protect the airspace. And then after this huge fail, they like boosted their radar. And so then that's why they started finding all these like balloons and crap that's in the sky. And they're just shooting down anything at this point, basically. So anyways, hilarious. First of all, hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. They're shooting all these, all these planes. So then anyways, so Joe Biden has this terrible news cycle, right? Because of all of what's going on. So then he decides his best option is to fly to Ukraine. That's, I mean, that's obviously the best. And then fall down the stairs of Air Force One again. He did. Yeah, he did do that too. (laughs) So, but hate to laugh. (laughs) Well, I mean, so then he flew to Ukraine. Um, It's just like a, like a little visit. Like, hey guys, like, hope you're doing okay. Like a little check in or. Yeah, is this well, like a, or does this have any political impact or meaning? Well, it was a foreign. It was a foreign trip, I think, for his domestic news cycle, if that makes sense. So he had such a bad couple weeks because of that balloon that he decided to fly to Ukraine. Because no, I mean, it had been announced. It was a secret, a secret trip, right? And they, the report came out and said they decided like a week in advance to fly to Ukraine. And so they like basically did it to cover cover themselves because of this horrible news cycle. So he went over so there to, why, to show strength, to show US, you know, resolve and, and, and strength in, in helping Ukraine in the war against Russia and stuff like that. So why um like why did they not reveal that? Like why did they, why was it a secret that they were gonna go? Or did they just say it was a secret and then leak it? Well, so that the news would find it out. They reported it when he was there in Ukraine. Hmm. But when, if if he did want it to help his domestic news cycle, wouldn't he just announce like, "Hey, I'm going to Ukraine"? Or would that be? Is that like too risky? Well, yeah. I mean, it's an active war zone, and he doesn't want to get shot down. Like yeah, they don't war. want to shoot down on the president of the United States because then we'd be in an actual shooting war with Russia, right? Um, that'd be good with Kamala so, at the at the helm. Yeah, I mean that would be a freaking nightmare. <laughs> but uh, subjectively, just just want to put that out there. We we have no bias towards any leadership oh, with this I, country. I, I do, I do, no. I definitely do. Um, we're, we're a middle of the line podcast. That's that's false. <laughs> Maybe Miller is. Anyways, Please don't whisper into the microphone by the way because i'm practicing for miller and jost after dark okay (laughs) keep practicing why don't you why don't we practice that on our own time though people people tell you what that you like scream in their ears like it'll be like quiet and they turn up the volume and then just bam like all of a sudden you'll just yell in the microphone and by people i mean i'm i mostly mean myself but like other people have said i was gonna say you changed the the decibel, right? The the sound. I mean, level. I tried. I can only do so much. So, anyways, um, I don't even edit the podcast. We we hire an editor. Remember, <laughs> very high end. Sure, yeah, yeah. A very yeah. high class, bougie podcast. Yeah, exactly. So bad, bad news cycle for Biden. So he heads to Ukraine, to try and save himself. Can I can I just say something about the news cycle? I think that. It should not exist. Like, like the 24 make... hour news? Like, well, no, not that. I just mean, like, why do we give it any stock? You know, like, why do we, why do we base our political judgments based off, like, what we're seeing on the news? You know, I mean, I guess that's kind of our only outlet, but still, I like, say. I mean, I, I, I get, I mean, Trump well, has how... tried to change that. Elon Musk is trying to make Twitter a more reliable outlet, but like, why why are you flying to the Ukraine just so that CNN says that you're doing something for our country? Like, 
that doesn't make sense to me. That's not how leadership should be. It, it sh- you shouldn't be pressured into do something just because you look good to do it. And I, and I get it. That's how the world is today. But like, this is politics. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it should be a part of politics, you know, but yeah, I guess we can't ignore the fact that it is. I just, it's just the reality of life. Why, why do we, yeah. Why do we listen to the news? Honestly? Yeah. Just so anyways, um, speak, speaking, speaking of Ukraine, so, I mean, we've been supporting Ukraine for the past year, right? We've given them billions of dollars in this war. For, I won't, I won't say for no reason, but for well, I no, mean, no benefit on our part, really. Yeah, well, I mean, if you, if you think about it, though, it has the weapons that the U.S. has provided to Ukraine are way more advanced than the weapons that Russia has, right? Everybody thinks of Russia as a as a world power, and maybe they are because of the oil money. But they that's like all they have, right? They're they're not an advanced country like the U.S. as far as like technology, as far as military stuff goes. So if you think about it, it if well, if you think about it that way, right? Then we have been able to cripple the Russian military with highly advanced weapons without having to fight this war. So we yeah. have taken out a, a, a good portion of the Russian fighting force without having to really involve ourselves besides giving them money. The, the, the big problem with this war though, is that there's no real plan of action. There's no real off ramp for either side, except for just dumping money into it. Right. And so they'll just keep fighting back and forth. And I mean, you're going to end up with uh, just this forever war because no, especially in, like outside parties like the US or China, nobody's really saying anything to stop. Like there's, there's no real plan to, to get this war to end. No. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so do you think like Ukraine, or, I mean, are they even still, are they considered to be winning the war still at this point? Would you say? I mean, I haven't really been following too closely. I think it's pretty much a stalemate though at this point. Do you Just think kind of a, Ukraine a would even. Would they even even if they aren't winning? Or, would you think they'd even be in it without us? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is just like at, at this point, we've already done so much, and like you said, it kind of does become like a sinkhole of just kind of putting money into it and just hoping it'll resolve itself. But like, it's kind of feels like it's just a pissing match at this point. Like, oh, definitely. I, I mean, obviously, it's not the Cold War where there's nothing you know literally it's a hot, it's a hot war right Cause it's definitely fighting. hot yeah it's definitely hot but it's just like what's really happening i mean there was invasions there was camp encampments and whatever but like what what like you said there's no off ramp like what what can we do what can we even do like it's not like i mean we're not just gonna go nuclear war to russia to end it right because it's not at the end of the day it's not our fight like, yeah, we want to support Ukraine. Yeah, we want to make sure that they're being treated fairly. Um, and I don't know if that's a moral thing or if it's just a world power political thing, whatever it is. Uh, I'm sure there's many reasons to it. But, like, what what can we really do as the United States government to, like, to change what's going to happen? And, I, I mean, I don't know. Wars are – obviously, I'm not, I'm not a diplomat, so I don't really understand – the entire process of it, but yeah. just like, well, what, I mean, what can we even do? You know, like, why are we even still a part of this? Just like, is it possible to just let it like burn out? You know? Well, I don't know. I think the U S does have a certain level of, of like need as far as foreign relations go to be involved because Russia is as much as people deny it, they are still a, a geopolitical foe of the United States, right? Yeah, um, for sure. They, they side with people like China, you know, they side with our enemies, with Iran. And so, um, like, the U.S. does have reason to be involved, but they there needs to be somebody saying, you know, okay, well, you know, we'll only give you the money or the support if you concede this territory to Russia or something or, you know, or two or two sides, right? So somebody supporting the Ukrainian side, somebody supporting the Russian side, they need to sit down and they need to say, 
okay, you know, Russia's not going to give up if you unless you give them these territories here. So just give it to them, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. because at this point, the more you ramp it up, uh, Vladimir Putin, his at least his rhetoric is is getting very heated as far as nuclear weapons go. In his state of their state of the union in Russia, I mean, he he, he pulled out of sort of an agree a nuclear agreement with the United States. So there's definitely reason to try and have some sort of off ramp. Um, but nobody's doing it right now. So, because, I mean, because so Joe, my question Joe, is like, obviously the, I mean, everyone wants the war to be over, right? But like, what, what can we do at this point? Well, like I said, you have to, you have to negotiate, you have to do things. You have to have a more active role than just giving them weapons. Yeah, and, exactly. And things like that. I feel like we're like the big brother and we're either going to have to step in or step in and end it, or we're just going to have to let it go. Right. And just completely step away. But we can't we can't keep like slowly giving them weapons and slowly hoping that like, oh, they got it. Like they like just being their their cheerleader in the corner. Right. Yeah. I think either we're going to have to step in and just say, okay, this is over. Like we're we're the power here and we're just going to stop it or we just need to completely let go of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't you don't really hear about it much. Um Speaking of news cycle, like you don't really hear about it much unless it's like something crazy happens. So, yeah. So, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the U.S. still also too, China just got involved as well with a, they put out like a 12 point plan or whatever, you know, to end the war in Ukraine. Um, what are they going to do? Yeah. I mean, but the problem with that is, is you have, this is like reminiscent now of like World War One, right? Where all these alliances start forming and, you know, different packs are being made and different countries are supporting different sides. And then you have this horrible entanglement of, you know, treaties and, and packs and alliances and things like that, which just leads to, to chaos, to world war, right? So, and then the minute that those treaties are broken, that's, that's when people get pissed off. Right. So, I mean, there are, there is a portion of like the Republicans, the conservatives that want to be isolationists to, that just want to, that just keep saying, you know, there's absolutely no reason for us to be involved in Ukraine. Um, and I see, I do see that. I do, I do understand like the frustration, just giving away all this money. Cause to me, like nobody knows where it's going. Um, all this, these billions of dollars could be used to help the United States, could be used in a, in a better way. Um, but I also understand the other side where there's, you know, there's a foreign relation aspect. There's a geopolitical, you know, geopolitics, that aspect of the whole thing that the U.S. is like highly involved in all of it. And so they have to be a part of this war right now. So I see both sides, but I personally think that, yes, they do need to be still involved because we have something to be gained and a lot to lose, you know, from, from the war. So yeah, it's very true. I don't know. I guess, uh, I don't know. Is there, I guess there's not really a timetable for when it's going to be over. Right. So we just kind of have to play it, play it by ear. Yeah. I mean, you know, Joe Biden is just, just awful at foreign relations. Like, (laughs) His whole career, he's always he's been wrong on every single like foreign policy decision he's ever made. And maybe so, he should, um, maybe he should like trust his gut by not trusting his gut. You know what I mean? Like everything that he was going to do, just do the opposite. Just do the opposite. Just well, like just like he that. famously he famously told Obama not to take out Osama bin Laden when they found his location. Like why that. He, why would he say that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just, he's just an awful, like, for example, when, when the war first started, they, um, they were simultaneously while they were putting all these sanctions against Russia, they were also using Russia as like a middleman to form a deal with Iran. So the, the, the foreign policy under Joe Biden is just awful. So I personally don't see anything happening with this war for at least a couple of years till, until somebody else Jeez. gets in office. A couple of years. 
Well, and two, I mean, his, his entire administration is just a like a, a, a diversity quota, right? And so I feel like everybody making these important decisions are they were just picked because of the color of their skin or because of their <laughs> sexual orientation. And so there's a lot of yeah. highly That's... unqualified people in in the government right now too. So I, you know, I don't see a lot in, in of every every business in America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true, too. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd give it a couple of years. I don't think anything's going to happen for a couple of years. Or at least, like, things will happen, but you're not going to see an end to the war. Shoot. Well, pray for Ukraine. Hashtag pray for Ukraine, you know? <laughs> well, let me we, let me ask you we, this. Should we put the, the Ukrainian flag in our Instagram bio to signal that we're... No, I think we should, um, we should have our profile picture, but as, like, a translucent, uh, like, filter... <laughs> Ukrainian the flag. Ukrainian flag, and then we'll, we'll put our for Ukraine. We'll, we'll put our masks on too to signal that we're we're yeah, on the exactly. right side of, of everything too. So. The right side of history. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me ask you this though, Josty baby. What are your thoughts on the political impact of the AI voices um, mimicking political leaders such as Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Barack Obama? The political implications? Yes. Have you seen these videos? I know you yeah, have because I've I sent have. them to you. <laughs> I have, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> Not a serious question, but... <laughs> well, I mean, it, I don't know. I do know, though, like... Some I think of these, they're amazing. Some of these AI bots will just regurgitate all the woke slogans. And then if you if you ask it to do anything you know against the wokeness, it, it says it's not allowed to. So I definitely think oh, that's really? a problem. Yeah, I definitely I didn't think that's know a. That. Well, there's been reports of people like, you know, they'll be like, you know, tell me what's wrong with the black race or something, you know, and the AI bot will say, oh, I can't do that. It's not. And, and it's not the, filtered to, or it's not programmed, programmed. to be able to yeah. cross that but, line. And then they'll go okay, well then tell me what's wrong with the white race and then it'll give this whole dissertation on, you know, what's wrong with white people in America. So I, I definitely think that's, I, a, that's that. I definitely think that's a problem though, like programming these AI bots to, you know, basically just reciprocate the talking points of the day of the woke people. So. Yeah, no, that definitely is because it's, it is an outlet and I think a lot of people are starting to get their information more and more from AI. Like yeah. I talked to my siblings who are in high school and they say like, oh yeah, a lot of people, what we'll do for like our essays, we'll just basically ask the AI to generate a prompt and then we'll, we'll re-ask that prompt to the AI so that it'll give us a full outline of our essay. And sometimes they even let the AI write the entire essay for them. Um, and I, I know people in, here at the U that do that as well. And, and thankfully, um, I don't know what program it is, but they're, they're starting to like combat that with like recognizing AI and recognizing, Oh, you wrote this essay with AI. You can't do that. Like, I was going to say, I, which is kind of cool. This is kind of cool that they're kind of going against it. But like, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know how to feel about it. Like I, I get it. It's an easier way to get through life. And, um, I, I definitely don't think it's very ethical to like, you know, quote unquote cheat on your essays by like just having a robot write write it for you right but like also if you can figure out an easy way to achieve a goal like you know you know what they say like give give all your tasks to the laziest people because they'll find the easiest way to do it right (laughs) so so like in a in a business standpoint like i don't know i like i know it's like there's like branding and, and marketing um, promotions that have literally been written all in, all by AI, right? So I don't well, know. It's it's even, a it's a, it's an interesting line to cross, you know, or to walk. Well, even for like like attorneys and people mm-hmm. in the legal world, too, AI will do like things like discovery. So it'll you know it'll search all the records and things that normally would be done by like a paralegal or something. They'll just it'll search it all for them, do all the busy work, but. I definitely think that like, is that school... such a wrong thing though. Like, no, I, I think it's super helpful sometimes. But I just yeah. think like I think school boards and like even universities, you can have to figure out a way to 
to filter out what's been written by AI, you know? Cause, well, I think they're working on it, it well, it's hard. You, you have a generation of morons then, right? Because yeah. they, they made it through <laughs> school just having the computer write everything. Yeah, and AI is only getting smarter is the thing. But you are right when you say, like, it is a dangerous game because if AI is the one that you're getting all your information from, just like if you're getting all your information from Wikipedia, but Wikipedia turns into Wokipedia and uh, everything that is given, all the information that is given by the AI is just from one political standpoint and one political bias, then it's definitely something that is going to affect people and they're going to start having that bias. Yeah. And and not to say like, I mean, I obviously you and I both don't agree with a lot of democratic p- politics, but like I also wouldn't think it'd be very good if it was just more of a conservative side of things, right? If it was just conservative yeah. standpoints, right? You have to have both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, you, ne- so, you never, you never want a one-party state in any. Yeah, any exactly. Direction. That's you that's, that's want, why the U.S. works. You always want opposition. So yes. there's opposition in all things. <laughs> <laughs> and that being said, oh, you have to. I don't know. It's yeah. It's going to be interesting in the next few years to see what happens with all that, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can get the the AI to come on the podcast with us. (laughs) (laughs) Hop on the pod and, you know, get get his perspective or its perspective. That's when AI will really take off when when we, like, are the people promoting it. That's Mm -hmm. when it will take off because, I mean, because we have so many listeners. Well, I'm just so excited to the day where people can generate my voice through AI. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be an oh, overview of you and no. I. It'll be like um, an over, uh, what's it called? Like a narration of you, your and I's voices um, with Minecraft playing in the background. Like, I just can't <laughs> wait for that, honestly. Uh, I, I bro, I, I recently started to craft. Oh, you're on yeah. the craft. I'm crafting. Yeah, I'm a crafter. What you been? What you been crafting up? You know, just just like the the first day, couple stuff. You know, the torches and couples stuff. And like you're doing it like, with your with your wife. No, I mean like <laughs> like the Dang, the not thing. Not even six months in, and it's already going down. <laughs> no, like the things that you do, like in the first couple days when you start in survival mode couple days interesting um have, have you never crafted before i mean i've i've dabbled in the craft but <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i haven't really like gone full on into it you know what i mean i mean i'm personally already starting to lose interest so yeah, i understand you have to really be dedicated to do it yeah you got to be big into it yeah but it's like that's why old. i I grind on the fort, you know what I mean? Not on the craft. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I've never really gotten into any video games besides craft, besides crafting. Besides crafting. <laughs> I don't know why, man. Interesting. I just could never sit still for that long, I guess. To Yeah, ADD is a to, hard thing. To play a video game. Yeah, it's it's hard to be on the spectrum. I know. I, I get it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's take a brief intermission, and then uh, we will be right back. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed our ad read. Should we get sponsors? sponsors. Should we look for sponsors? No, like local businesses here in Utah? I guarantee. I mean. I think we need more listeners than No, they don't need to know how many listeners we have. Can you show me how many listeners we have? Yeah, I can. And on on our own agenda and time. (laughs) I was going to tell you, I was going to tell you something about, uh, I don't want to go back to Minecraft, but I was going to tell you something about it, but it's not very family friendly. So yeah, maybe after Miller and Joe's after dark or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll save it for that. (laughs) Save it for that for sure. But I mean, that's all I have unless you want to talk about what's going on in Ohio, but just give us, give me a brief summary. Cause I just know it was like a gas leak or something. Well, so there was a trail, a train that derailed. A trail, a, a trailment, if you will, and <laughs> that's not a real word. <laughs> that's not a real word. There's no way. <laughs> so a train derailed, uh-huh. and um, 
like uh, a month ago probably, and the the train was carrying hazardous chemicals. Um, so the EPA decided the best thing to do was to blow up the train. Oh, uh, and then so all these <laughs> hazardous chemicals started what? like shooting into the into the atmosphere and into the water. Dang. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of a. Uh, I mean, they went out and said, "No, like it's fine. Like it's it's the water's fine. Like we'll drink <laughs> it." And so, like you know, some bureaucrats have gone out and drinking the water. Like it's totally fine. Um, but then, like, okay, sorry. Keep they they they've reported like forty thousand like aquatic animals have died because of like the chemical <laughs> leaks and stuff. So it's like it's like this huge disaster, right? And so Joe Biden's um, like FEMA, the the emergency branch of the federal government, they denied emergency help to Ohio to this this community. It's called East Palestine. Um, and they, so they denied that help in the same week that Joe Biden flew to Ukraine. So, you know, those are definitely great priorities, great, great politicking, great president right there. Um, politicking. yeah, politicking. Um, but he, um, so they weren't doing anything right. Well, so the EPA was there, they were, they were trying to do stuff, but you know, just yeah. on a purely, a purely political level, right where people, for some reason, expect their political leaders to show up to disasters. Not like they can do anything, but they just show up and they, they're there. Um, so Joe Biden didn't show up. So then Trump jumped on the opportunity and he flew to East Palestine with a bunch of water and food and supplies wow. and stuff. So Doing the most like, out there. Yeah, so one of his better decisions as a presidential candidate so far, presidential candidate Trump, is to go out there and help those people. I mean, because that's that's you can still you can still call him President Trump. I mean, he was president, <laughs> but I mean, so that's like the core of like who's going to vote for him. So it was a really good idea, anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, if it's good. So, PR. but then to make up for not showing up, Joe Biden's transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg went the next day to East Palestine, Ohio, because Trump was there, and then he went the next day to make up for not showing up. So, Damn. anyways, a lot of a lot of dumb decisions. Uh, if you disagree with me, but or so I'm going to say that it, again, it's all these diversity hires. You know, they're they're just hiring people to fill the diversity quotas, and so there's a lot of terrible, terribly run government institutions at the moment. So if you disagree with me, that's fine. I don't really care. But and that's not <laughs> to say that people of color or people of different right. sexualities can't be qualified it's just these people aren't so they shouldn't have their job well what i'm getting at i'm not getting at that they're not qualified i'm just saying that if you hire people solely based on race or sexual orientation or anything like that then instead of qualifications then you're going to end up with poorly run programs and, and institutions yeah that's true especially if you're basing it strictly off that and it happens in sports too like yeah it's 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 happening more and more and and don't get me wrong like there's a there's a coach out there she's currently the coach for the Las Vegas Aces WNBA team her name is Becky Hammond <laughs> I'm just kidding sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> go go ahead go ahead Joe's just got really hungry because he started thinking about the kitchen after I said that <laughs> sorry terrible anyway. joke terrible joke no. <laughs> Um, we're supposed to be a family friendly. That is family appeal, friendly. We're supposed to appeal to all, all mothers. People. Mothers are a very strong part of the family. All right. What were you saying? Keep going. <laughs> Becky Hammond would be an amazing NBA coach, and and it's not just because she's a woman; just because she's in a she's a great coach, and I would want her to be an, an NBA coach. But if you hired her just the, for the fact that she is a woman, or if it was another woman. Uh, just to say, oh, we're the first sub, we're the first NBA team to have a woman head coach, a female head coach. Then, and they're not qualified. Then there's something wrong with that. But there's nothing wrong with hiring someone that is qualified, even if they it doesn't matter what gender or sexuality or race there is. And I, I think we're both in agreement. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Um, no, I and I, I get it. Like, you if you hire people solely based on those things it's just yeah you just you just have to remove that bias you know well i mean but the problem is there's all these d 
DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion people all over the place mm-hmm. in all these organizations. And, and they really, so the they people really... that aren't diverse or aren't minorities, I mean, it sounds terrible to say, but like they don't have a fair shot at well, the job that not. they, they would have, they would have been more than qualified for, you know? No. Yeah. I, I would we're, argue we're, we're that sounding like, a... we're sounding like complete babies right now complaining, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would argue that in American society, you have a competitive advantage right now being a minority. Because, oh, of for sure. the, because of all the DEI stuff that's happening, all this diversity, equity, inclusion stuff. For, for sure, for sure. And maybe people could argue, oh, well, they've been oppressed all this time in American history. Now it's their turn to be on top. But if we're really sh- trying to shoot for equality, then why are we flipping it on its head and making it even more unequal than it was? Yeah. You know, that's I mean, that's my biggest problem with this whole thing is that they're trying to solve racism with racism. And it, it just doesn't facts. It doesn't make any sense to me. You should you, know? you should write a memoir and call it that. <laughs> the, Fighting I mean, racism with racism. That Martin Luther King, the 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 champion of the civil rights movement, the milkman. He, I, he <laughs> his his speech in you know in his I Have a Dream speech, he he talked about how he wanted his children to be judged by the content of their heart, not by the color of their skin. But nowadays in American society, we're solely focused on the color of people's skin or sexual orientation or whatever it is, you know. So we're go. I feel like we're going backwards. So I don't, obviously, we don't have any issue with minority people, with, with, yeah, that's you know, with people of different sexual orientations. That's not what, that's not what we're trying to say. Yeah, I, I just Spanish. Think, <laughs> I just think that, that. I just believe in this principle of equality over equity, right? So equal opportunity instead of equal outcome. Facts. Put that on a book <laughs> or a t-shirt. Anyways, how about that Super Bowl? Are we ever going to get merch? NBA All-Star game. Which one do you um, want to talk about? I mean, we can talk about both real quick. I, Wait, I can, definitely... we talk, can we talk about the fact that they said Salt Lake City is boring? Bruh, I know. It's kind of funny. Well, here's the thing, though. Next year, the All-Star Game, we'll, we'll get into it. I mean, um, if you don't know, Shaquille O'Neal, young Shaq, the Shaqtis, um, Big Diesel. <laughs> Sorry, he has many You got to stop. <laughs> Sir Charles Barkley. Uh, they basically dissed on Utah, like, oh, yeah. there's nothing to do in this boring city. Like, um like this weekend was a bust because we couldn't go out and party and go to a strip club or go get go do drugs because we're in Utah. Or it's kind of funny because next year the All Star Games in Indiana, <laughs> and I know people that have lived in Indiana and lived in Utah, uh-huh. and they literally told me that there's nothing to do in Indiana. Like there's no geographic benefit. There's no mountains. It's all flatland. There's no, um, I mean, compared to Utah, there's not skiing. There's not, you know, any of these water sports during the summer. Hikes. Um, there's, there's not much. I mean, Utah's not a diverse place either, but there's not really much diversity either. Their city isn't as big as Salt Lake City. And so it's like literally the only reason that they're a big city and they have NFL team or um, a NBA team is because they're in the middle of the country. Like that's their only geographical benefit. Yeah. Is they're in the middle of everything. Right. So, which I just thought that was kind of ironic. And also obviously Utah is not boring. It's just, you have to know where to find the fun. And so, and I had, I had a lot of um, friends that I have met connected, being connected for working uh, for the jazz and in the NBA who came to Utah for the first time. And they, asked me for advice and I told them where to go and they had a heck of a time. So it's just, I don't really give any stock into what they said about Utah because they just want to go get drunk and party, which don't get me wrong. That definitely happened during the weekend, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just funny to me, but I mean, I, th- I thought overall it was a pretty big success. Did you, did you go to anything or were you downtown at all? No, I, I avoided it, to be honest. That's that's fair. A lot of people did. 
but it just, seemed, it just seemed like it would be a freaking nightmare trying to get around anywhere. Do yeah, yeah. I mean, you you couldn't go anywhere downtown without like a bus or tracks. So, but it was still fun. I I thought. I mean, a lot of celebrities came. Uh, the game, the dunk contest was pretty good. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch anything. <laughs> this is why. This is why I'm the only one that contributes to this thing. But bro, don't even. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I I just talked for like 35 minutes. What are you talking about? I know, and I facilitated that conversation. No, you didn't. Anyways, your hair looks good today, by the way. I'm just going to side note that. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm actually going to get it cut tonight. I don't I don't remember asking. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> oh, no. No, you shouldn't cut it. It looks good. You should keep growing it. I think I might grow it after this haircut. Maybe go. I'll get it cut a couple more times and then grow it out again. But... You should get a permit. First, no. and, then, and then grow it out. No, I don't think I want it as long as yours because yours is like homeless person level long. It's not even getting long yet. Yeah, it's it not is. even to my shoulders. Yes, it is. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's touching your shoulder, right? That okay. This is doing nothing to those that are listening. That's true. If they're still listening at this point. What about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl was fun. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I it was a good game, at least. Super you watched Bowl that is, at least. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, good. It's the weekend for everybody to to fake being fans for the NFL. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's what I it. that's what I did. Yeah. Um, I think that they should add one more bye week to the NFL season and then push the Super Bowl back one week. That way, it's the day before President's Day, and we get the next day. Ooh, off. ooh, that's good. That that way it's like not a national holiday, but it's like using President's Day as an excuse for basically a national holiday. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. When I'm president, I'm gonna propose that. <laughs> if you're president, I'm moving to Canada. Okay. Like, yeah, that's what, like that's what 100%, with hundred percent young Trump in office. So. Um, so what what do you think about that call that basically won it for the Chiefs? That whole which oh the whole the like the official call yeah i thought you meant play call oh yeah no. uh, it was a hold the guy admitted it after the game like he he literally said yeah it was a hold i was hoping they didn't see it but it was a hold and you you go back watch all the angles of the replay it's a hold and obviously they're like well you can't you can't like let it go all game and then call it at the very last second because that's just not consistent but at the end of the day like at the biggest moments isn't that when you want them to make the right call you know what i mean so yeah. I had no problem with it. Obviously, it sucks that it kind of ended a really great game to that great game to that point because it, it was down. yeah it was an offensive shootout, but it, and it ended up making them have the chance to waste all the opportunity, waste all that time, or to eat that clock, and then basically have Harrison Butker, the kicker, to win the game for them. But at the end of the day, if you're the Eagles, first of all, don't make that don't. Don't make that mistake because it wasn't going to be caught anyways. Yeah. The ball wasn't catchable. So first hold, of all, don't the hold, don't wasn't hold worth them. It. it wasn't worth it. Second of all, stop them on defense. Like yeah. you're going to complain that you let them get all the way to the red zone and make you make one mistake and the game's over. It's like, yeah, like that's that's what happens. And they, You could have stopped them before then. And yeah, and, and up to that point, I mean, it's been a few weeks since the game, but like, the, that last drive, they, they had a chance. It was fourth and I believe like four or five um, around midfield. And they decided to punt and give it back to the Chiefs and give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, who is the best quarterback in the NFL. And so, and the best clock management quarterback in the NFL. And so, um, yeah, you, you literally put it in their hands to win the game. Like you could have gone for it and you could have, sealed the deal if you were able to do that but i don't know i'm not do you think that was a fan i'm not an eagles fan but do you think that was a yeah you're a fake chargers fan right how how am i a fake chargers fan bro because you're are you you i'm one of the real ones well you didn't have any connection to san diego or la yes i did so san diego is a beautiful city and landanian tomlinson was dominant in madden okay so (laughs) Um, and their jerseys are really cool. 
did you think that was like a cheesy way to end the the suit the like the game though like just taking the knees and running out the clock i mean that's just football like yeah that's just, i mean that's, that's what, what i happens. thought too everybody i was watching with though was like well, why don't they just like you know run it in and, and give it back that's like because then it gives them a chance i mean yeah that'd be cool and you like just you want to secure competitive you just want to secure your win Exactly. At the end of the day, you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Like, it, you don't need to be like you're not gonna mess around. Like, you don't need to be a good sport and be like, okay, well, you guys can have the ball with like a minute left. Like, no, you're gonna give them as little time as possible so that you can win the game. But shout out, shout out Jalen Hurts. Shout out Jalen Hurts because he balled the the quarterback for the Eagles. Except that last throw, just well, the he, last just throw and the trash. one fumble. You remember the fumble he had? Yeah. Where he just he like, two, threw it in the air. He had two fumbles, didn't he? No, just that one. There was one that like he threw it to his running back, and the running back got tackled. They had one scoop at, and score, right? Yeah, but there would have been two, but they called it uh, an incomplete pass instead of a catch. But it and it would have been the same. It would have been the same guy. Take like three steps, right? Yeah, it's like three steps or something, or you have to make a football move. Whatever that means. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Whatever that means. So. Yeah, but I mean, congrats to the Chiefs. I'm not a fan of either team. I didn't really care, but I thought it was a good game. It's just fun to watch. Yeah, and Chargers are coming for that coordination next year, so <laughs> to take the crown. Uh, that's that's so funny, man. It's hilarious. Yeah, at least I have a team, you know. Yeah, because I'm like I said, I'm not a fake NFL fan. You literally just admitted that you were five minutes ago. No, but not for a team. Not for a team, okay. Just like listen to me. Like when we were watching the game, we you're literally from guy. Arizona. Just be a Cardinals fan. We were with this guy, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a Giants fan." And I was like, "Are you from New York?" He's like, "No." Like, so what? Like what? No, but what are what are people from Utah supposed to do? Just not have a team? That's no, not you, fair. You choose the Broncos. But the Raiders are closer. Or the Raiders. I forgot about the Raiders. To be honest. Okay. You you can you can pick the Raiders. Your logic makes no sense. Or the Broncos, all right? That's it? It's yeah. only where you are. Or what if, if you I, were like, if you were like born in one of those cities, like you were born in LA or something. What if like I lived it? in LA for two years? No, it doesn't count. <laughs> what if my dad was born in LA? That's different. Then. Okay, well then I'm not a fake Chargers fan because no, he was. No, but they weren't, they weren't the LA Chargers. Okay, well. At the time, were they? At the time, that was the closest NFL team. And according to your logic, that means that they can be a fan of them, even if it's six hours away. I don't know. I think you're reaching at that point with the whole dad thing. But okay, like I, I can claim Rams or or Chargers now because I, I mean, I grew up in California. So. Okay, buddy. <laughs> How about you claim the Chargers for me then? No, nah, man. There's always room on the Bolt Nation. <laughs> the Bolt boat. Oh no, it's not a thing. Anyways, Anyways um, should we should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up with our famous wrapping up tradition, <laughs> which is like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> no, <laughs> Miller's Miller's gonna edit we the haven't... description on season two, episode one, so that it doesn't say hello. <laughs> Bro, T-W-O. We, we haven't had a debate or a game yet this season. <laughs> That's true. But we gotta, we gotta I, find some structure here, guys. I don't think I have any debates. But we do have a structure. Yeah, it's pretty loose. Yeah. No. I can't it's not good. I can't I can't be creative with a rigid gotta structure. Keep it though. tight. <laughs> keep it tight. You can't be you can't be the only one being creative, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. It's exhausting if I'm the only <laughs> creative one. So Alright. Whatever you say. <laughs> Are you gonna are you gonna say your uh, your hair comment that you've been holding back? Well, I said it a couple times. I think you look like a homeless man with because <laughs> of how long it is, and it's like like the perm's like falling out now too. So it looks like it's you just not, haven't washed your no. hair in like twenty years. No, it's not falling out. I just haven't washed it in a couple of days. That's pretty gross. <laughs> that's not. That's literally what women do. Like women will not wash their hair for like weeks at a time, maybe like a week. No, well, yeah. my wife does like three days. Okay, that's still a lot, and that's still yeah. less time than it's been for me. So, but she'll like she'll like put it up, so it doesn't. You don't know that it has been washed. Like you, yours. Well, I, I put mine up. You, do you put it in a man bun? Yeah. Don't give me that look. 
<laughs> I wish we were a visual podcast. <laughs> One day. Hey, well, let's make it happen. Vote, vote in the comments if you want that to happen. But to be honest with you, I think we did have a debate over what constitutes your NFL team. So. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll count that for sure. I mean, even though we've already had that like twice, but... And even though I won again, it's trilogy. Like, yeah. no, you definitely didn't. You definitely didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. Comment no, below who because you your think logic what. makes no sense. You have to yes, be the. It cl- does. It's your. So if I grow up in Utah my entire life and then I move to LA for two years, I can't claim the Chargers because they're my closest team. Well, or I have to cheer for the Broncos and Raiders my entire life. Well, you can't. What about the Raiders who were in Oakland and then moved to Las Vegas two years ago? You can't change your story, though, because your story was, oh, I was playing Madden I'm not lot, changing my story. I'm just giving I, a hypothetical. I like, their, I like their uniforms. That's, okay, that, that was, that that's called being satirical. Fake. That's called being satirical. It's not, no, it's not. You're just changing your story. No, so I never actually meant. I never actually liked them because of their uniforms. Yes, their uniforms are the best ones in the NFL, but that's not what I meant by, like, that's why I like them. I like no. them because I grew up with them. Cause, and why did you grow up with them? Okay, you want to hear a funny story? I actually was originally, I think I've already told you this, but I was originally a Broncos fan, right? Yeah, because they were the closest team. You were originally a non-fake NFL fan. No, but then they traded my favorite player, Jay Cutler, to the Bears. Oh, to the <laughs> And I got, dis- I got mad at them, and then I liked the Chargers ever since, okay? See, I think to have this debate, you need to get your story straight, first of all. Okay, and then it's, it's straight. Straighter than you'll ever be. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're, you that, keep, that your your argument will ever be. You, you, keep, you keep changing it, though. You're changing it just to make your argument sound. Okay, you need to. You need to come back it's to the not, table. It literally has never changed. A clear understanding of why you like the Chargers, and then you can debate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> really wish this was a visual podcast at this point. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for tuning All right, in. brother. I still See love you. That, that's how we're going to end it now. All right. I, okay. I, I, love you too, I love you too, man.